0: Pokemon Podcast for all news, information, and updates. This is Bulbacast Season 2.
1: Previously on 24th... Wait, no, this is Episode 25, Season 2 of Bulbacast, and with us tonight we have a great cast, and they're all ready to give us happy Pokemon fun. We have first off, Pie. The Hello. Yummy Pie. Hello. We also have, from Bulba Garden Chat, and also Smogon Forums and Smogon Chat, Mr. Misty James. Hi. And, of course, a host main guy with the PokemonPalace.net place, we have PPN and Steve. Hey, everyone. How's it going? And, everyone, are you ready for yet another Happy Fun BulbaCast filled with excitement and Pokemon? Yes. Okay, now let's get on with the show and our first topic of discussion for this evening is going to be the latest episode in Japan. And I do believe it's a brock-centric episode with a special hatching of a special egg which a certain special pie will be very, very enthused to tell us about. Oh so, go ahead, Pie and everyone else.
2: All right, for those of those of you who haven't seen the episode yet, the heroes are currently, from start to finish, on cycling road. Um, it starts off with a rain rainstorm and with the eggs starting to show signs of hatching soon, which is why they decide to get out of the rain. They come to Woo-hoo! a run, um, they come to a rundown Pokemon Center with an emo Joy. Oh no!
3: Emo. Yeah, emo Joy.
2: Oh, she is emo. I That's how I'm calling her. She's emo they Joy. They will not heal.
1: <laughs> Trigger emo. Misty <laughs> <You can't laughs> script gives me pain.
2: Anyway, so Brock tries to cheer her up, but that does, there's not really much time for that since the egg is going to hatch for soon. They freak out and go to go to help out. Soon, it hatches into an adorable and horribly pink thing, Happini. oh
1: very,
2: very cute.
1: <laughs> pink. Um, we like cute things here.
2: <laughs> now, after a very sweet and tender scene with Brock giving Happini its first yeah. bath,
1: lovey dovey
2: it cuts to, this, to a scene that a lot of people really enjoyed because oh. Jessie sees and hears about this little baby Chansey. She starts mm-hmm. remembering the, her days in the Pokemon Nurse School, which uh-huh. haven't been mentioned since Johto. Now, she starts to get an idea of starting a Rocket Pokemon Center, and to do it, she needs that hat beanie.
4: Uh-oh.
2: So Team Rocket sneaks after almost getting caught because they yelled in excitement, they sneak off all devious, like anyway, so then it cuts cuts back to the to the very sweet and tender tenderness of Brock' with his new hat new but but happy, happy starts getting upset about something they they determine that that for some reason, Hapini really wants that round fake egg stone that it usually carries in its front pouch, an oval stone for the game fans now. It, at this point, we don't really know why it wants it. They, they just figure that it wants it. So Brock, mm-hmm. Brock gives Happy to Nurse Joy and turns around to go get it. And immediately, Happy starts crying its heart out because it doesn't want Brock to leave her.
0: Aww.
1: Sounds like the Manaphy movie. Me,
0: mama, 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 please don't leave me, baby.
3: Why did Brock quick. get That's... all the, the crybaby babies?
1: Well, May got the crybaby Manaphy.
2: Actually and ha- Hapini's not really much of a crybaby. That's one of the few times we actually see it crying, as you'll yeah. soon see. Yes.
1: Togepi oh, was a crybaby.
2: Yeah, Togepi was a total crybaby.
1: And that wasn't Brock's.
3: So was uh Bonsley. Bonsai, whatever his name is.
1: Oh Bonsley. Bonsley was cute.
2: a total brat. I loved
3: yeah. it. <laughs> but he cried too much. Well, anyway. Don't so let me trees don't I, 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 I
1: don't know. Togepi happened. could be more annoying than uh than uh Bonsley sometimes.
2: Bonsly's <laughs> Banzy- Banzy- phi- special attack is fake tears, meaning it's kind of in its character to cry. It's just <início> emo. No, it's not. <laughs>
4: well, it's los- faking it, can-
0: it all. Anyway. How oh, could this happen to me? <laughs> 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 a I'm anyway. Away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bonsley is a bonsai tree And bonsai trees are cut to keep them small It was the emo tree
2: Anyway 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 Since Brock can't leave Happini Don and Ash go and gather a bunch of white stones And then Brock polishes the rocks <laughs> Anyway Brock, Brock polishes a rock To make it look like an oval stone And he's about to present it to Happini Who's very happy to get it And then Team Rocket strikes and steals it because yes.
3: they always do. Yes. Um. They almost get away with it, too.
2: They almost, mm-hmm. oh, well, kind of, but Brock's not exactly about to let, let him get away with well, it. Of course. of
1: course, Brock's like, step step back, get away from my mother-loving egg, because it's the first egg I've ever gotten, first egg I've ever hatched, and ain't none of you Team Rocket mofos gonna get your grubby little paws on that yeah.
2: stuff. He's pretty pissed. You can tell at the in the, in the moment when he holds up his of stone, course. the the oval stone that he polished in his hand is shaking. Anyway, yeah, he holds up the stone that he pol- polished and his, like hand is shaking and he's like he's like really <sighs> angry looking. Um they go to the rescue, but it's it's the, though we do get to see um Dustox and Staravia at this point, but they don't really need to do anything because when Jessie's trying to cheer Happy up, she throws it up in the air. And Happini, being a pissy little brat right now, um, grabs onto the canvas of the balloon and won't let go. Um, oh, really?
3: Wobbuffick, Team Rocket's mistake.
2: Wobbuffet jumps up to grab and try and pull it off, but this, but it still won't let go. So ah, Jesse, it. Jesse grab, jumps up and grabs onto Wobbuffet, adding to the weight. But Happini doesn't let go. Instead, the canvas tears and the balloon pops, <laughs> and they go crashing to the ground.
1: They didn't blast off again. No, no. They, oh. they do that later. They do that later. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> well... But when, when the balloon pops, they're supposed to blast off. No,
2: they, they go down. They go down. Go,
1: because down, it's down at the bottom. Down.
2: It, anyway, so...
3: By the time they get down, I actually remember... By
2: the time they get down, they... They tried to win over Happini's sure. affection, which basically, <laughs> which doesn't work very well. They make really at that it in its life. What's wrong with you people?
1: <laughs> they won over a Togepi's, uh, Togepi's love. They also well, the, uh, tried to do uh, Ditto too. I forget if they won Ditto over or not. I do know um, they actually were the ones who got Ditto to properly Dittoize. Yeah. Uh. Um.
2: But Happini wanted nothing to do with them. It was like. What 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 are you people doing? And where where's mm. rock? Get me out of here! Mm-hmm. So then then James comes with the idea of getting a, an oval stone. But instead of actually like trying to make an oval stone, they just grab a bunch of rocks that <laughs> are all <laughs> crag jagged, and horrible looking and, and ugly stone. and not even what fight? is wrong with you? <laughs> Jesse goes through them all and happy knees happy knees refuses them all, and at the very last one, it gives her a raspberry because she's stupid. Um, <laughs> well, and that of then, course,
3: angers
1: her. Yeah, but well, then, we already knew she was stupid.
2: Then Brock runs over to, and the, they all run over to save Happy Hapini, And Happy is like, Yay, Brock! But before I can get to it, the Team Rocket stands in, in Happy Inny's way.
3: Battle Prepare for
1: trouble!
2: Yeah, battle breaks out. Pseudo um, Woto goes crashing into Brock, and Happy <laughs> like, Oh no! and must save decides to save him, which, which results in Hapini football tackling all of Team Rocket out of the way, and do, and throwing oh, Viper oh. into them like a hammer Whoa.
0: throw.
4: Oh, wow.
2: And then Pikachu finishes them off with bolt Tackle, because yeah. because Jesse still won't accept that Hapini loves Brock and not her.
1: Well, ha- Brock was the one who hatched him. I'm
3: going to kill all, uh, kill her, all her. Those her. other Pokemon.
2: Yeah, Hapini is really strong for some reason. Which is really bizarre, considering
1: well, it's they, to be a Pokemon yeah, with
2: a low base attack.
1: Remember Pikachu, you know, these, these Pokemon these breeders and trainers have are very darn strong. So compared to, Maybe it's going to be another one of those special Pokemons like, like Pikachu. Yeah, mm. possibly. Anyway. Especially if uh, especially if it's going to eventually evolve into a Blissey, uh, <laughs> which we're guessing.
2: Anyway. After Happiny um gets back to Brock, he gives Happiny the oval stone. Happiny does this little happy dance,
1: which Aww. is really cute.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then immediately after, it pulls the stone back out and offers it back to Brock.
0: Oh, the significance now of this that? This is show?
2: really This is really adorable. If if you guys have played the pearl version because in the Pokédex, it says that uh, Happiny will take the the stone out of its pouch and offer it to its friends. So Aww. this is a, this is this is why Happy wanted the stone. It wanted to offer it to Brock and be friends with him.
1: That's so sweet.
0: I know. But Brock's his daddy.
1: <laughs> well, Brock's his friend too. How many friends? Sure? How many people does he know yet? He's offering it to someone they really care. How many about. people does he know?
3: He knows a, a, a Nurse Joy and Ash. Actually, I don't think Brock sorry. introduced
2: Nurse Joy. Brock introduced himself, Ash, and Dawn. That's about. It. And and Hapini also knows Pikachu because it was chasing.
3: Yeah, they were playing crap. in the front yard of the. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But you but know first was, and foremost his we biggest we buddy is Brock.
2: It, yeah. It was it it's, it's just really sweet. Sweet. And, Aww. and and Brock's really flattered. Gives it gives it tucks it back into the pouch and then catches heavy. And then mm-hmm. and then they start to head on their way. Brock has to be punched by Crow Gunk to get to get going
3: though. Um he <laughs> was distracted by Nurse Joy again.
2: Yeah. And he
3: lost her emo state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
2: he brought Yes, there's a whole side thing about about um him bringing back Joy's confidence by having her... <laughs> what I'm guessing is that she's emo because there's, like, nobody stopping by because her Poke Center is off on Cycling Road.
3: That and makes sense. She crashed, or she just has this ego problem because uh, she's not been able to heal anybody or help anyone or something. <laughs> yeah.
2: but, but Brock helps her out by urging her to heal, like, a wild Weedle and
1: Aww. Starly
2: that got injured during Team Rocket's attack.
1: So instead of Brock actually just, you know, completely going gaga over the local well, female, he actually tries to help out this time. He did yeah, both.
2: And he and he succeeds. Good. And he then he tries to tries to hit on her at the very end and oh, of and like none of that. Wow. And then
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good episode, right? Yep.
2: Yes, very I like much. It. I think there was only one downside that anyone noticed, but a lot of people picked up on it. The animation wasn't that great.
3: No, it was just uh, good stuff. It happens sometimes. It, 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 it,
2: it, it, they fell off model a couple of notable times and um, the stuff like that. You know,
3: I think a lot of it was during the outside scenes, mm. and it, it was dark because of the clouds yeah. and the rain, and I think that affected mm. the brightness and the, the clarity of the animation. I think it was done on purpose.
2: There were some nice details in it, though, like <laughs> Jesse, Jesse's balloon head pop.
3: Yeah, that was beautiful.
1: <laughs>
2: And just little things like... Photoshop of the week. Get mushrooms instead of just...
1: All right. Definitely
2: mm-hmm. good episode. And I think, yep. I think a lot of people are, hap- are happy with it. Like, there's a yeah, lot of stuff in battle. it for the Brock fans, but there's also a lot of stuff that a lot of other people enjoyed. Like, you know, actually seeing dust docks for One Blue Moon. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> things that should have happened a long time ago during Canto are finally happening.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: That makes it fun. Well, yeah, now it's time to move on to our next discussion, and much thanks to Pi, especially for filling us in on that episode. <laughs> and truthfully, it is about time that Brock got an egg, you know, and it hatched. Yeah. And it took them re-
2: 500 episodes to give a reader an egg. What was <laughs> up with that?
1: But the best part is that yeah. Hapini absolutely loves him. I yeah. think uh, it sounds like Hapini actually loves him more than Togepi loved to Misty.
2: Oh yeah, Togepi was a brat.
1: <laughs> yeah, so really it's Brock gets what, you know, it took a long time for him to get, but my god, right now it's so perfect. And if my, if my predictions are true, he's going to evolve of course or she's going to evolve of course into a into a Chansey and then through probably
2: immediately uh, after into a Blissey.
1: Yes, exactly. And that will show Brock's complete true total love for his Pokémon.
2: Yeah, I mean, he And it, how that's much will happen back? Crobat. It, it'll yep. show if, if he gets a Blissey by the end of the DP arc, that'll probably prove that he's, like, the master of happiness evolution.
1: All right, and next, we are going to move right along, and we are going to get a callin' in for this evening, and our call is going to be Miss Pokemon Trainer, Lisa, who we are very excited to hear from, and she is next up on this fun, exciting, chocolatey-covered Bulbacast. Snorlax is not included. Okay, and now here is our favorite Ash fan of them all, Miss Pokemon Trainer Lisa. Hello. Hey, everyone. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Hi, Lisa. Great. Good to see you, and we always enjoy having you in as a call-in. So, do you have a question for us this evening? Yes, I sure do. Wonderful. What you got?
4: Uh, My first question is, do you think it's possible that we might see more shiny Pokemon in the anime?
0: Hmm. Oh. I don't see why not. I mean, they're a big uh, promotional <laughs> aspect of the show. I'm sh- I don't know if they'll ever be really common, or if we'll ever see anybody catch one like Ash's not towel. But y- you know, I'm sure they'll show up again from time to time. We had that uh, gold magic carpet episode that I think still needs to show in the U.S.
2: And Wynona swell 'em.
0: Yeah. You don't see
3: many in the anime. I mean, yeah, you might see one or two. Yeah, it's more of a game yeah, they're, thing. Yeah. They're
0: supposed to be rare, I guess, yeah. so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they are very rare. seen a shiny in my game.
1: Yeah, you, you don't see Ash and Company um, getting their Poké Radar out and going through the grass for an entire episode just looking for a shiny, though. That'd be kind of funny. Brock, Brock, oh my gosh, that grass is uh, weirdly colored now. It'd be hey, fun. hey, Brock, oh my God, don't catch the shiny
2: I want to. That'd, that'd be a good idea for uh, an episode centered on the Pokey radar. Oh,
1: that, that would, but the fun. problem is that just going through the grass for an entire episode could get bored, boring quickly. <laughs> but they did like a montage or, you know, cutscenes. that might work.
3: Wow. But the shinies just don't figure that strongly into the anime. Yeah. They
1: don't. Yeah, they're there, but, you know. Just like well, in they're, the game they're supposed the rare.
3: Pokemon universe it just um, they really don't affect the storyline much. Just, you know, unless they write some filler yep. specific to an a uh, shiny Pokemon or the like Lisa said, the radar.
1: Yeah, so my thoughts on the matter is we probably won't see many shinies, but they will be there just you know they'll be as rare as for me. I've never seen one in my life, so <laughs> you know they'll just occasionally pop up.
3: They won't be like on a GTS, every week.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, Ashton Company doesn't have Game Shark. Wow, thank God. Yeah, or Action Replay. Young did. But uh, we do need to move on here, and GTL, do you have any more questions?
0: I do, actually. I have one more. Um,
1: okay. All right.
2: At breeding centers, how do you think eggs show up in the anime? Do you think the Pokemon caretakers go outside and suddenly find an egg, just like in the games?
1: Well, I wouldn't be surprised because, (laughs) like, when you're farming, I've been on quite a few farms in my life, and, you know, sure you see the chickens and such, lay eggs occasionally, but usually when you make your first morning rounds or late evening rounds through the chicken pens, then, you know, you see the eggs, then, you know, and... Then, you, you know, you collect them if they're just eggs for food, or you, you know, put them in an incubator or whatnot if they're eggs for hatching. Mm-hmm. So, it, it would be more... I'd, I'd be guessing would probably be like a, you know, a regular farm. You don't stand around all day watching the Pokemon. You actually just, you know, you find them just like you would any other way.
3: Well, didn't they, they show a breeding center in one of the animes once? Yeah, but and they had never all actually the showed... They the never egg, actually the, showed
0: the, e- the eggs being, like the point on laying the eggs. They don't show that not. happening. They never
3: will. <laughs> there was something um, in one of the creator's blogs that explained some of this. I don't remember the URL or exactly yeah. what it said because Japanese. you have to translate it. But right. a very good translation, obviously.
1: But yeah, I'd be guessing that they do lay the eggs. You know, that's the only way eggs are made. Alright, um, shall we wrap mm. up this call? Do you have any anything else to ask, Lisa? I don't have anything else to add. Um. And as always, we are very glad to have you on, and we wish you a good evening, and many thanks for the questions. They did supply some good thought, and, oh, you know, that's, that's, the you kind of questions, that, that's the kind oh, of questions we, we enjoy having. <laughs> Thank you for provoking our thoughts for the evening and uh, getting some good discussion going. Oh, you're welcome. Have a good. And. Evening. All right. Good night, guys. Hey, good night. You have a great evening. Me too, Sato. Bye-bye. Bye.
3: Another great call-in.
1: Yep. Lisa, fun. Wow. Yeah, I actually enjoyed uh, enjoyed that. Thought about you know farming and animals. That's you know it's something I've ac- I'm, I've actually had some think? experience she,
3: in. She comes up with really good specific questions. Very detailed.
1: Well, the thing with Lisa is she tre- she treats the Pokemon universe like it you know like cool. an alternate planet instead of just a game or an anime. So when she thinks of a question, it's her relating what she wants to know about the universe as if it were a real universe, and that really does um give some really, really interesting thought-provoking questions. All right, now that we have the call in done. We now are going to have discussion on the U.S. anime, where it currently is, the current state of the dub, and also a little bit of, you know, what's going on. Because we know some of you out there, you don't, you, you don't have a chance to watch the Japanese versions, and you're watching, the, you know, the dub on TV. If you've missed an episode, well, we'll let you know what's going on. And if you've watched it and, you know, just want a second opinion or a second thought, an idea of what's going on, we're here for that, too. And, of course, with the snites for the dub talk for where the current anime is in America and other English-speaking countries, we're going to have Misty in. And I do believe, if I'm correct, you've, uh, you're have you currently up to date on what's going on, aren't you, James? Yes. All right, so um, let us know what's what's currently going on.
0: Let's see, the first, the four, we had four episodes this week, which is interesting, having so many episodes of are, you yeah. us with episodes.
3: I think, yeah. I think,
2: I think Dogasu is saying to me how, how, or how much of a huge delay we're going to be having after this, because they're, they're really, like, burning through the episodes as quickly as possible. And
1: yeah, but they, I'm sure they know what they're doing, so...
2: They're almost at the point that they are in Japan. They have to have a huge, huge delay in, in the meantime.
1: Maybe they're going to have to have a delay. They are. Maybe there's, there's another... Sh- no well, what I'm saying then. is they're doing it for a purpose. There might be another show they purchased coming up soon they're going to have to use in that time slot, and this is the only, only way they could fit both of them in. Maybe. Yeah. Oh my. But but, um But got,
2: all, uh, it me- all it spells in the end for us is... Dub fans don't expect to be seeing Pokemon for a long time after this. Unless there were no. well, reruns, probably.
1: Yeah, but, you know, we're we're only, you know, that's only speculation. We don't know what they actually have planned.
0: Actually, it reminds me of uh, the end of the Orange Islands, where Kids WB played those apps so quickly, and then there's a huge delay before Johto. But back to the point, uh... The four episodes we saw were the Binary Capture episode, the Poketch episode, and the two episodes for Dawn's first contest. Ooh, Yay. what's going on with the contest? Uh, the contest was actually the introduction of Zoe, uh, Dawn's, uh, female rival. Okay. And, actually, I think she's a pretty good character. I, I, I want to see more of her in their, uh, Interaction. Interesting enough, we just found out that she's going to be in uh, episode DP forty-one, whatever number that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that- nice! Yeah,
2: that double appeal thing.
1: For a rival, is she villainous enough, or is she um, rivally enough to be a good rival for Don?
2: She's like uh, the she's- nicest rival ever. <laughs> she- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She she's more like a best friend than a rival. Like,
1: well, like, maybe maybe her purpose, you know, is is going to be to actually play with kindness and get uh, urged on to better herself and strengthen herself.
2: We've been speculating about her doing that stuff for a while.
3: <laughs> she could end up being a
1: mentor type rival. Yeah,
2: yeah, she's so. she's not going to be a really competitive rival.
3: Like, well, that like, might I mean, adorable. I mean, she's not
2: going to be the one who's going to be, like, having Dawn, like, a furious anger. I must defeat
0: her! You know, yeah, like, yeah we haven't well, found, like, a Harley-style rival yet. Yeah.
1: Well, that might be the kind of rival that Dawn needs to grow okay. herself.
2: You know? But again, she actually, I think the, the character say? she's shown the most anger towards is, Paul or Shinji is mm-hmm. I, I better know him.
0: Yeah, but um, that's that's yeah. Ash's rival. That's Yeah,
2: which is kind of which is kind of weird because, yeah. you know, this she gets more more upset by people who aren't even her rivals.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what else
1: are we going to bring up James there?
0: Oh, just um I guess the, the other episode, the Beniri episode. They Usual capture episode. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually didn't like. The only thing I can really remember is I didn't like Baneary's voice very much at the beginning. But it's uh, rough on me.
1: Well, you know, things like that do have to grow on you, and that's yeah. always been the case. Even with uh, even way back in Indigo, every time you got a new Pokemon, sometimes it'd be like, "Oh, that's cute," and sometimes you'd be like, "That's what? so annoying." But okay. the thing with especially with uh, in the Indigo era was. They didn't know what was going to be happening in the future. They might put a voice to, uh, to a Pokemon or a character that they thought was just going to be a one-shot and then turned out to be oh, a yeah. Poke that was going to be there forever. I think Psyduck <laughs> was one of those.
2: I, I, I re- no, I remember um, in the Movie 4 commentary, I think they said yes. that actually Charmander was like one that was like, okay, we don't have to worry about this too much.
1: Was oh. that Movie 4 or was that oh, Movie 1 Charmander. commentary?
2: No, I think that was the Movie hey. 4 commentary. I don't... I don't I don't think there was a commentary for movie one. There
1: was commentary for one or two. One well, if there was
2: one for if there was one for those, I didn't watch them. The only okay. commentary I remember watching was movie 4. So that's yeah. why I know it has to be movie 4.
1: Okay. Yeah, check it out um I mean, it's either the movie 1 or the movie 2 DVD if you have it. One I of those love has that a commentary, commentary track. Though. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I, I do can't... like the commentary. They bring <laughs> the...
2: Eric Stewart brought up the Lorax. I love that book. I'm
1: a, I'm a Dr. Seuss fan, girl. Oh, yes. Dr. Seuss is great. I love Dr. Seuss, too. The one thing <laughs> that always soft. has always broken my heart whenever I've listened to uh, those commentaries is when they talk about what they cut. They changed Meowth from being philosophical to being a wisecracker considering cutting that scene out <sighs> because that went against how their American dub of Meowth was, and things like that really broke my heart.
0: Actually, Mia was kind of philosophical in in that scene yeah. as far as... Yeah, they, yes, I think they was. ended up
2: keeping it. I think they yeah, ended they, up keeping it.
3: Which is good, um, because, you know, f- even
2: yep. even Wisecrackers kind of have a yeah. wise side to them, you
3: know? Yep. overview, bottom line, whatever, of the yeah. last four dub apps. Stuff. They were mm-hmm.
0: pretty good. Uh, the contest apps were good, because I really, really like contests. They, oh, were yes. probably, they were the best part of Hoenn by far. Everything else was so dull. Mm-hmm. And uh and Hohen, normal cap I mean I
2: didn't I didn't like Hoenn much at all. But I I mean there was nothing that really stood out for Hoenn for me, but I didn't really the contests really didn't I don't know. Eh, I, I thought I guess it's an opinion him. thing. Well,
3: I, like, interesting I like characters. it. They're keeping it very true to the uh the Japanese.
2: I tend to like the character focused episodes and I think I, I think we got they're, they're, the ones that we got in Hohen were usually Pokemon and so that was
1: Well, sometimes Pokemon uh, themed episodes, like the uh, Island of Giant uh, Pokemon, that
2: yeah, I like I like those. Those 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 are included when I say character focused episodes. I just thought it was strange in Hoenn because it seemed like they focused more on the Pokemon than the characters. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons May never really struck a chord with me. I you think know, that was it, a
0: problem in Johto more than it was in Hoenn. But then again, well, I never I said laugh. Johto was good. people yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't like it,
3: but it was not bad. Johto uh, served its purpose.
0: I think Johto did. slowly got better as time went on. Well, but, oh, it did. You could say that. Yeah. The, the low too, point but, of Johto was early on,
2: but they, but everyone, yeah. figure everyone classifies the rest of Johto with it.
0: Well, Johto
1: is kind of a kind of a middle point, they, you know, they just done, they or they just did mm-hmm. the major, major Indigo and Orange Islands, you know, they did the first game pretty much, and then after that it's like, well, um, we just did a yeah, whole a lot of one. stuff here, where do we go now? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, I'm sure they had a complete idea for the fir- you know, covering the first game, and then...
2: I think they were that- planning on pretty much ending it there, they didn't realize people really wanted it to continue.
1: You know,
3: I think yeah. they've done that more than one time, too. Yeah.
2: I mean, if you think about it, Indigo alone was pretty much what they had in mind when they started. Then Orange, they had to completely rethink everything because, you know, they the people they got the impression from some Fs. focus group somewhere that they didn't want hmm. Brock, that that they wanted more shipping or something, and then they're like, wait, you wanted us to go back to what we had before. <laughs> what, the, what are we going to do now? Well, you know, <laughs> that, that,
1: the, the darn thing is that happens with the Japanese anim- anime, but it also happens in the U.S. too, you know. They change something and then, you know, realize that everyone wants it back, but, you know, that's, that's how it goes, as long as they're at least, yeah, they, you know, right now must- especially...
2: I think one thing that they, that's really helped them, yeah. everyone, a lot, and one of the reasons why I was upset about the dub change is, is experience. I mean, yeah. they, they fought, it took them a long time to find out what, what works, what gives them good points yeah. here, good points there, writers, dubbers, everything, you know?
1: But at the same time, I'm, I'm sure some of these current voice actors have actually watched the series themselves for years and have their own feeling. And, you know, I, I say we, we, we need to give them time.
2: Uh, I don't know. It's hard to compete with that, with years of experience. Seriously.
1: Mm, yeah, but cons- it, it, consider consider the f- first year of Indigo.
2: Well, yeah that that was that was new for everybody.
1: All right. So it seems like we're getting some really interesting episodes on the telly right now here in America. We really appreciate it, Misty, for letting us know what's going on. And hey, hey, we're getting contests. We've introduced a rival for Dawn. That is going to just make things more and more interesting. I know I'm waiting to see what happens, and I believe we all are. Now, we have to create ad revenue for the Bulbacast, and we have to bring in a commercial. (gasps) Oh my god, a commercial! Oh no! So, don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Collins, not appearing on the show, will receive Bippa Itch Cream. The only cream that'll help your Bippa relieve its toughest itch. Promotional consideration is provided by Mudkip Exterminators Incorporated. When you don't like mud kips, the mud kip exterminators will assist you in disintegrating those unwanted pests from your backyard. This message is sponsored by the Pie Baker Association of America. We have no jurisdiction of what their pie is. And welcome back everyone and wow, what a commercial that was. But, it's time now that we have to move on, and we are going to move right along with me doing the question of the week. Wait, so, you? Yep, me. Satoshi-kun? Satoshi-kun. So, moving right along, here is me with the question of the week. Alright, and it is yet time for another fun-filled, exciting question of the week. This is me, Sato-kun, bringing you the question of the week, of which the question for this week was a two-parter as usual. Question number one was, what do you think about the anime here in America being very close to being caught up to the anime in Japan? Very interesting question. And we had a second question, which was, what is your favorite Pokemon commercial, whether it be... From America, from Europe, from Sweden, from wherever they show Pokemon commercials, or from Japan, wherever, however, whatever. We had some interesting answers for both, I do believe, and first we'll start off with Mr. Swampert, Driplimchatot. Chattot. Swampert, Dripplin' chat, oh boy. And this name becomes even more interesting as you will find out from the person who answered uh, the last answerer to the question of the week who seems to want some of the Swampert chat Chatot, fun. Something like that. <clears throat> but that is not relevant or anything of the sort at the moment, to which we will now, for the moment of the relevancy of which we are supposed to be getting right along to, will be among the question of the something to which we are about to go on to which being Swampert chat Chatot's answer to the question of the week, and should we read that? Yes, I think we should. The question for the anime question was, Swampert chat Chatot thinks the dub being caught up with raw Japanese episodes would be sweet. Not only would people who, for whatever reason, can only watch the dub, you know, they won't be missing out on what the people who are able to watch the Japanese episodes would be seeing, and, you know, having to wait 50 episodes to, hear, you know, see what they're hearing about from the other group who watches Japanese and people in North America could kind of, uh, unite more, solving an international issue mentioned in an early Bulbacast Season 2 episode. Hmm. And for his favorite Pokemon commercial, he gave a link and says something about Ronald and Pikachu making a better team than Ash and Pikachu. Hmm. Okay, everyone, watch. Um, the links are going to be in the Bulb Garden Question of the Week forum, the one of which you always go to answer the questions. You know, you might have already watched them. Who knows? Not that really had any relevancy, but the relevancy to which we are about to go upon would be Combat God Raiulu, who says that he thinks that CN, also known as Cartoon Network, is rushing a bit too far. Sure, you know, we'd love to see more DP episodes, but, you know, we'd rather have them once or twice a week than all four days. Because Combat God Raiolu has martial arts classes two of the four days, so they have to rely on their DVR to save them. You know, Dratini, also uh, one of our Bulbacast members, also works, as well as I do, and, you know, we've got to set our VCRs to record these things, and... VCRs and DVRs sometimes act a little weird and, well, Dratini got home one night to an entire uh, videotape full of static instead of the latest DP episode, so yeah, you know, we've got lives. Come on! Combat God Raiolu also hasn't seen enough commercials to have an opinion on a favorite commercial. Ooh, well, I know that makes sense. Ashita, though, now says that it would be nice for them to hurry up with Diamond and Pearl a little bit in the UK. Yeah, you know? Come on. People want to see this! Okay. As far as Ashita knows, there is still no official confirmation for the date for the anime in the UK. Boo. As for the advertisements, haven't really been many good advertisements for it over there since the beginning, and ones they have haven't been very good. Boo. Now let's see here, Martian goes on to say that they're sorry, but they don't watch the anime. It's not that big in the UK. Huh. It's kind of interesting. I would've thought it would've been big, I know that's uh, somewhat big over in the uh, over in Australia, where I'd be guessing, especially since there's those big, wonderful, super, uh, s- spe- <laughs> super special, awesome fudge-coated uh, wallets—those uh, um, like 14 DVD wallets—in Australia. But I guess Australia is a little bit different from Europe, and things that are popular there aren't popular elsewhere. Okay. Now Martion also goes on to say that all the UK advertisements suck. And they aren't even on YouTube, that's apparently how bad they are. Um let's see here. They don't know if the USA has this advert, but there's one for Fire Red and Leaf Green to show off the wireless technology. Two people on a bridge fighting Pokemon and on their Game Boy Advances, and that's about it. They can't remember it at all. Oh, boo well, let's go on to the next person here, which would be Haruka plus Hikaru Rule. Now for the commercial question, the best commercial is the Japanese one. Which Japanese one? They think it is the second one, with the, which has a length of about two minutes. Oh my god, a two minute commercial? Wow! Uh, Anime question. You know, it's pretty great that uh, the anime is getting caught up to the US version, even though they miss the Japanese songs, which are so much better than the American ones. You know, I've been saying that since Indigo. But no one listens. Um, Thunderdash says the best commercial would be the red-blue commercial with the bus, you know, where it gets smashed up and then turns into a Game Boy Pocket or Game Boy Color. Whichever system was popular at that moment, I forget. Okay, Trainer C now says they pretty much like all the game ads, so it's very difficult choosing just one. Gotta watch them all, gotta watch them all. But the U.S. Pokemon Coliseum ad with the hippie singing is one they really enjoy. And they also link the U.S. and Japanese ads for Pokemon Stadium, 2. In other words, go watch. Now we'll go with uh, Growlithe129, and let's see what Growlithe129 has to say. They say way too much Pokemon in a week. They're used to the Saturday mornings, but they can't remember to watch it almost every day. Huh, okay. For the commercial question, they hardly ever see them on TV. The bus commercial back in Red Blue was a good one, though. Mm, yeah, yeah. It was okay, I guess. Um, Napoleon Dynamite says... They're saying, Oh, man, we're still stuck in the Battlefront in the UK. Ooh. For the U.S. episodes being so close to Japan's, it means they have less time to rewrite the script to match the character's lip flaps, which could mean the dub could really start to look bad. Now, mind you, some people constantly claim that they don't match lip flaps and never do with the Japanese Pokemon, which really goes against what a lot of other anime series do. So I really don't know if that information is true or not. I actually have um, interviews with other animation studios working on other studios pretty much saying that they animate to match or for lip flaps or well they first have the person speak with the storyboard then animate after that and they animate to match what the person what the original voice actor said in japan so who knows and they really don't follow lip flaps in japan what loss is it going to be in the united states yes i wish the dub would look good hopefully it will but we'll have to wait and see and for the game question, they've only seen a Ruby and Sapphire commercial, and they're about 10, so they really don't have an opinion. Ah. Now we're moving right along with Blenosaur, whose game question would be their two favorite Japanese commercials are for Snap and Stadium 2. They both star this middle-aged salaryman who's obsessed with Pikachu. Pikachu, I choose you. And their favorite com- American commercial would probably either be the Snap commercial or the Red Blue commercial with the Pokemon walking across the link cable. Hmm, well that works. And now we'll move right along to the final answer for this week, and my god, it's a long name. Why? 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 Well, let's see. It's time to see how much fun this name is to read. All right, kids, are you ready to repeat after me? Dialgia, Piplup, Chocobo. Dialgia, Piplup, Chocobo. <laughs> nice try. Okay, anime question. They think it's great that we're getting the episodes faster with no noticeable quality loss. Yeah, everyone's got their own things they like. And for the game question, their favorite was a red and blue bus commercial. They also give a link to it. Well, I'm sure a lot of us have seen it, anyone who is too young to have seen that commercial, go watch it now, there's a link already. And now that means it's time that we will have to move right along to the questions of the week for next week, in which no one gave me a question of the week to read for next week, to which means that we'll have to pull one out of a hat just like a rabbit pulls a magician out of a hat. Wait a second. It's a magician that pulls rabbit out of the hat. Actually, that'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> okay. Moving right along. Alright, and now for the anime question for next week. The question will be Pikachu in the anime. Pikachu in the anime. Yes. Pikachu in the anime. Do you still love seeing Pikachu in the anime? Or do you think that Pikachu needs to goo? You know, um... I have actually seen people with differing opinions on this, and I would actually like to see what you guys think. So, let us know. And now, for the game question. What is your favorite event Pokemon event, or legendary, I guess we should say. You know, do you dig the muse, do you dig, you know, the birds, but what, what do you like? think of a good answer to that good question and let us know what you think then we'll read your answers as usual next week Bye-bye. my god the energy in that question of the week was misty what does the scatter say it's over
0: nine thousand
1: yes it was And we can tell our listeners absolutely love Mudkips! Mm, Mmm, Mudkips. Mmm, we love Mudkips too. But, (laughs) now, after the question of the week, what is best to follow a question of the week, but another call-in. And for our call-in this evening, here on the Bulbacast, is going to be Mr. Blunisaur. So let's bring him in right now. And now... To introduce the one, the only, the blunt Asur. Hi, you, Thank you. No autographs. You are so hey, autographs. autographs. Where? I want one. Welcome so, to the cast. Yes, and welcome to the jungle. We got fun and games. We got everything you more... want. That's copyrighted. Oh no! How are you tonight, Bluntasaur? Okay, I guess. Well, that's good. It's always good to see you around, and it's always good to see you in. And now, I'm sure, we are all eagerly anticipating and awaiting your question for us. And what do you have for us this week, Bloodasaur? Well, you guys all remember the
4: Japanese version of Crystal, right? And that special peripheral it had? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The one that let you battle and trade over cell phone? No, uh, I didn't you know, have know about of... that. Sure. Crystal, you know, I think
0: we had, had an
2: article yeah. about it on the Bulbapedia. Hint, hint promo, promo. <laughs>
3: Promo. No, uh, I don't know Dolby, what it's called, uh, so I can't you
2: tell you what the article is. Not
4: here. Well, yeah. anyway, my question is, do you think it would have caught on here in the U.S. if we actually had the resources to make it work?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. but we did not have cell phones at, on a wide range at that point, especially among children yet. So, and also... Sometimes things like that generate cell phone bills, which parents uh, would not be as receptive of over here in the United States. So it could have worked, but I really don't think it would have worked nearly as well as, say, Wi-Fi battling now, especially since that's completely free and accessible and uh, even if not in home, there are areas where you can get... get, uh, There's areas where you can jump on Wi-Fi and... Hop onto spot, on to a hotspot.
2: Pokemon mobile system—that's what it's called.
1: Uh,
0: it, it could I know have worked not a if our cell phone,
1: um,
3: situation was a lot stronger, like it is now.
1: But, right, but, but uh, you know, no. cell phones have always been more popular in Japan in the past years. But anything to do with technology always seems to be do, do a lot better in Japan. How many of you guys remember the Laserdisc? I but, do. That's a laser disc. No, exactly. Kidding. In Japan, <laughs> laser discs from its uh, invention in the late seventies up until the early two thousands were in pr- were in print. Um, for example, while the star- the first um, episode one of Star Wars did not make it to DVD in America for a while, they had it on laser disc in Japan.
3: Yeah.
1: So it's the proximity. It's, Everything is
3: so much yeah. closer there. Yeah, it's they're, they're easier they're, to integrate. Right. Into
1: the Plus, place. a lot of the electronics companies that we currently you you know purchase th- items from exactly <clears throat> those are cent- centralized and based in Japan. So that'd be that was definitely saying. yeah. One second. <clears throat> there we go. I mean, so... think about it.
4: In Japan, you can use a cell phone to order stuff from a vending machine. I'm sorry, oh idea. wow.
3: Hell, we can't even put our credit card in a vending machine yet.
1: I know.
3: It took us this long to get vending machines that take dollar bills, okay?
1: Hey, it took us this long to get fast food restaurants with credit card machines. Hey, it took us this long to get fast food restaurants with credit card machines. That's still kind of a new thing here in America, too. Like, uh,
3: you know, it seems in in a lot of other smaller countries, let's say. They're a lot faster on the uptake for technology and
1: yeah, things, but they don't have to really get get things out to whole many different spans of uh, mentalities and such. Well, like here in America, well, you've got all sorts of different, you know, all sorts of different people, with different backgrounds. As well, you do people anywhere, said, but yeah, the, you, but you America is a real have, melting pot here. You
3: don't have the uh, geographical dispersion. Yeah. Countries like the, you here. And that's why yeah, we have a. To get stuff rolled out. Yep. Why do you think it took so long to get a decent nationwide cell network?
1: Yeah. It's a uh, darn
4: country so big.
3: Yeah, it's expensive.
4: Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, in Japan, you have to like go through like, a whole mess of paperwork and exams and stuff to become a legal citizen.
1: Yeah. In Japan, you can't become a legal citizen. An American can't. Unless they have completed four years of university, I do believe.
3: I well, not that, but there's a lot of hoops you got to drop through.
1: Yeah, so you have to have some sort of schooling. I'm not sure if it's four years or two years, but a certain amount of college education for an American to even gain citizenship into Japan.
3: So, sore. got
1: anything else?
4: Yeah, just one minor question. Sure. Hmm. I think anybody with eyes has noticed this the But Ash and his friends have not aged a day throughout the entire anime. Oh,
1: yes, they have. Just slightly. Ash is a little taller, is he not? Just a
3: tad taller. He's a little bit more mature looking. He's not as innocent looking.
1: His fashion sense is no longer little kiddish. We're at more so early teen. I say Ash has matured into a 14 or 15 year old.
3: Yeah, close.
1: Yeah.
4: Oh, because I was going to ask if you thought maybe in the next generation if he should, like, age at least a little bit. Uh, I mean, well, don't turn him into, like, 16 or 17 overnight, but I'd, age I'd him up like just a little bit.
2: If Ash is an older teen, then Brock would be an adult.
1: Well, Brock already acts like a, an adult sometimes yeah. already. I think Brock's like a 17 or 18-year-old, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, at the start of the anime, he was 15, according to yeah. official notes.
1: So. I thought he was 14. He
2: no,
1: fifteen. That makes sense, and well, truthfully, all of I them are acting can. a lot older than um, they were than they were originally casted as their role in the well, in um, the, the Star Wars. Have aged down, so they're becoming yes. worldwide. So, I don't think you know, aged five years. I think maybe seventeen.
3: Ash is what twelve. Brock's probably sixteen. I 17. think.
1: No, I think uh, Ash is more of a thirteen or fourteen 15. now. Well,
2: about Brock's that. about five years older than Ash, remember that. So. Yeah. yeah. So, if Ash is 13, Brock is 18.
1: Well, you know, the thing with, that's always bugged me about Brock is he looks so much older, he acts so, you know, sometimes he acts so mature, but the girls have always said, oh, come back when you've grown up, little boy, and he's never been a little boy. Well, yeah, I,
3: I don't
2: understand no. that either, personally.
3: Yeah. Well, do you remember he always hits on the older women? And if well, if he's, well, he's a fifteen, sixteen, seventeen-year-old teenager, they're going to see him as a little boy. Yeah. That's...
1: you know, if Ash but did he, that, be more
3: understandable. Hormone-infested teenager. Yeah,
4: he's hitting on everything. And yet, to this day, Ash remains completely clueless about girls.
3: Which tells. You know, Ash is
4: all, very naive. You no,
1: know, Ash has Ash been, wouldn't
2: was, know. Ash wouldn't know romance if it challenged him to a battle.
1: It did. Well, just remember <laughs> Ash was a <laughs> Ash was kind of a sheltered child. He was raised by a single mom and w- what kind of real-world dating experiences he even come across in his, his mom, journeys uh, Professor Oak. And the the, clo- <laughs> the closest things that he's had were, you know, the girls that hung around with him, but and still Brock. Yeah, but you know that
3: influence, Ash.
1: Yes, Brock. You know Brock is someone that Ash would look at and say, "Well, you know, that's not something. That's something for an older person to do, but not me." And you know, it's well, Misty and May kind of sometimes (laughs) gave hints that they were interested. Maybe Maybe they they never fully, yeah, they never fully went out and said, "I want to date you, Ash." Never happened. Events, but yeah. to be fair,
4: to be fair, there have been a couple of girls in the anime who have had crushes on him.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. but those weren't girls that he uh, was with at all points. Ash had no interest.
3: No. I, I, I just know. think Ash is just not there yet. He's not at that stage. I, that's what makes yeah. me think he well, hasn't aged all that yeah. much.
1: But also remember this, Ash's main focus in his life is are his Pokemon and his Pokemon journey. Yes. And he that is what's going on. to, al- that's what's always going to come first are his ambitions. Well, for and for Yeah. So, and, okay. Yeah.
3: Um, I guess that's it for you, Blunt. Got anything yeah, else? I, no,
1: that's pretty much it. All right. well, we do appreciate you calling, Blunt, yeah. and have a great evening. Thanks for you coming too. on.
4: Hey, you're very welcome. See okay. ya. See ya
3: great questions, Blunt.
1: Yes. That what? Wow. You know, these are some good thought-provoking questions, and every time we get someone in who gives us something that really gives us some thought and gives us something to discuss, I am very happy. I am, too. In fact, mm-hmm. why don't you, the
3: listener out there, yes, that's you, mm-hmm. your friend over there, too, why
1: don't you come on in?
3: We want yeah. to hear from you. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, all you have Go to ahead. do is download Skype, www.skype.com, and that is the voiceover IP program which we use to make these Bulbacasts, and that's what our call-ins use, and get it? that oh. is the way, if you want to be a call-in, to get in. And, of course, you know what the channel is, pound bulbacast on irc.systemnet.info, to come in and say on a Saturday night, roughly around 9 or 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You come in, you let us know you want to be a call-in, and hey, if uh, we have some call-in spots, we'll get you in.
3: Right. Hey, you can also post on the forum. Uh,
1: both Indeed. Forums, uh, yep, you to be a the switchboard. Exactly. The same place that there, some of you uh, put answers to my questions of the weekend.
3: Exactly.
1: That's, you know, that's where you go if we you want to hear, be a call
3: We want you on yeah. the show. We want yep. To hear what you think about
1: Pokemon, and hey, Pokemon Universe. Hey, I want to talk to some of you guys. You guys are great, and you guys really give us some uh, fun on the Question of the Week. Hey, you know, you've been doing that long enough. Some of you guys are really dedicated, which we really appreciate. You know, it's it's only fair that we get to get you in and get a chance to talk to you.
3: So what else mm-hmm. do we have? we have anything else for this cast, guys?
1: I, I think uh, we can wrap it up, actually. And that about brings us to the end of this Bulbacast. And this Bulbacast this week has been brought to you by Pocketmonsters.net. Bulbagarden.net and PokemonPalace.net. Also, the chats that we really, really would like to see you in, you can get there from chat.bulbagarden.net. But you can also, if you use MRC, XChat, or another RC client, you can go to serverrc.systemnet.info and come on in and visit us in Pound Bulbagarden, Pound Bulbacast, and Pound Pocket Monsters. We want to see you. We want to say hi. Now, I have actually seen a lot of people from the BulbaCast come to BulbaGarden. I have. I like that. Keep up the good work, guys. As uh, some of you guys have seen who have come in, we really enjoy your presence, enjoy having you, and many thanks. But that brings us to the end of this BulbaCast, and this is me, Satoshi Kumi, reminding you to shut your chat up, spay and moody with Pikachu, Many thanks from everybody. Goodbye.
3: Bye. Good night, everyone.